Hi, I'm Talisa, the owner of 10X Marketing Consultancy, where we help businesses to 10X their lead generation with content marketing strategies. I'm Josh from Big Sky Creative. Since 2011, we've been helping brands grow online through creative video content. And I'm James, and I've worked in audio my whole life, and now I run Sound Media, where we help brands to create amazing podcasts for their business. Together, we want to help you create better content. Welcome to Content 360. Today's episode is all about short form video, which is huge, whatever platform you're using, really. Josh, this is very much your bag. What do we mean by short form video? So the definition of short form video has changed quite a lot over the last few years. If go back a few years and it would have been anything a few minutes or less. YouTube sees it as 10 minutes or less because they're the king of long format. But I think now that's been shortened down A by people's attention span is shrinking. Let's face yeah. it. People probably land on a post and give you maximum two or three seconds before they've made a judgment and they've, they've gone somewhere else and then the rise of platforms like tiktok and then instagram adopting reels even youtube getting in on youtube shorts i think short form content for me now means 60 seconds or less and i also think it's probably best to use a vertical format as well just because the majority of people consuming this kind of content are looking at it on the phones yeah absolutely. and we're all sat like that so it's better rather than being a little square let's get it vertical let's keep it under 60 seconds and try and keep your message personal i'm, I'm so bad with this I, i'm from that kind of school of people that used to uh <laughs> used to tell people off recording video vertical i'd be like no one puts their tv on their wall vertical do they um <laughs> but it, it definitely has changed what what are kind of like the specs for the different platforms then because i so i i guess i do produce short form video but i tend to just do it on linkedin um and you know it does tend to be landscape are we talking about vertical for for every platform can all platforms handle that now so when you go on so YouTube, for instance, at the moment they're still piloting it in several countries. So to actually take advantage of YouTube shorts, it has to be a vertical video and you have to put hashtag shorts either in the title or the description. Otherwise, it won't come up on what YouTube calls the shelf. Do I actually think I've ever watched? I watch a lot of YouTube. I don't think I've ever watched a short. They don't tend to come up on your normal yeah, when you're just like. browsing a channel that you might follow already. Uh, there's this YouTube shelf that's coming into the app and some channels have adopted it and they'll have, if you go down their channel, you've got the, the latest vlogs or most popular mm. videos and there'll be the shelf at the bottom as well with their, with their verticals. So maybe try scrolling further into the channels and seeing, okay. seeing if they've done anything. Um, so you've got on our Ingemel's Brothers channel, it's right at the bottom. And we actually did an experiment where we posted a short video every single day for a month. Um, and we did actually see that our engagement and subscribers actually picked up as about 50% higher in that month than the, wow. the previous or the following months. So it is starting to add value to that platform. And then for Instagram, I'd definitely say vertical. It's going on reels or stories. You want to fill the phone. Well, yeah, it does. It fills up your full screen as well, doesn't it? Yeah, there's Instagram. nothing more annoying, isn't there, than half your screen just being black yeah. and you can't really see it. And then same, even um, LinkedIn now, from the last episode, we talked about LinkedIn. They've now got stories. I think the same, that will predominantly be used and accessed on phones. So right. I think vertical's the way forward. Yeah. But you can only post a story from your phone at the moment on LinkedIn. It, so all, it is be. all very smartphone-centric, yeah. yeah, yeah. What content works then? So what did you do when, when you did your, your trial and kind of tested it all out? What, what tends to work, what, what doesn't? So we tried to keep it a little bit less 
formal. So there was less of this, hi, I'm Josh from Big Sky, that kind of thing. Because you, A, you've wasted a proportion yeah. of your 60 seconds already. And I don't think people really care. They want to get some kind of value out of it. So giving tips on how to get a better picture out of your phone, or f- from our point of view. Or... Uh, showing behind the scenes so we use it to show behind the scenes at a shoot so they get the long format post which would be the full vlog of how we shot something or the week in the life of and then the shorts would be diving into oh to get this product shot we use this light in a certain way and we found that got more interaction because it was more of a value add to the viewers it wasn't asking anything from them it was yeah, trying to give something yeah give yeah, something yeah. back and that created engagement <laughs> And then the engagement through those posts actually trickled down into the wider profiles and we started to get more hits on everything because of creating that traction through reels and shorts. Amazing. It all, it, I think it, to me, just it kind of feels a little bit intimidating, but actually when you talk about it, it kind of feels like it's pretty straightforward. Does this fall into that category of something that's easy to do badly or does it not matter? Is it better to just do it? I would say if you're on the fence about whether to try it, I'd just try it. I'd, the, as a videographer, I'm always an advocate of trying to get things in high definition and light it properly because yeah. that's what we make our, that's how we run our business. But in short form and especially in, in reels, you've got to think about how are people going to be consuming this. And it's going to be on a phone screen, not on a massive 50 inch 4K TV. So just get your phone out, put the camera facing you and just start delivering some kind of value add content and start sharing it. Because you really can't go that wrong. And you also, if you don't want to mess up on Instagram, for instance, if you don't want to mess up your grade, wall, whatever you want to call it, you can choose to share it just to reels and not onto your actual profile. Yeah. So then you can start to take advantage of this new area of the platform but not mess up your current marketing strategy or the aesthetic you've built on your main on your main platform i think instagram isn't it like once a video file that you're uploading is over six seconds then it goes like an instagram tv yeah i feel like they're they don't i don't feel like they perform that well no they prefer the real short short form or obviously stuff on your stories as well we started sharing some of our vlogs from youtube direct to insurance tv and they pretty much did nothing whatsoever Mm -hmm. whereas you might put a reel on and whereas a post may get 20 or 30 likes after being on there for a few hours we were looking at a reel after half an hour and it had over a thousand views and people were liking it and commenting on it so we got better interaction through that as well amazing i think it's because you've got this scroll culture now i think people whether they're at work or sat on the toilet or wherever they want to be, yeah. they'll sit on the phone and they'll just scroll through as much content yeah. and just take it all in. So I think it's a really great way to, to bring new people mm. in and to engage them. Yeah, well, with that, what's your thoughts on adding subtitles into this short form video? So I'm not... I think it depends on the platform and yeah. depends on who you're trying to get your short form content to. I think on Instagram, for instance, the demographic is usually a bit younger. And part of the Instagram Reels platform is you can add music in app as well. That's part of the experience. So I imagine that people will probably watch a Reel on Instagram with the sound on and Mm -hmm. maybe the subtitles aren't as needed. And a lot of people don't even use talking. They might just sort of point and put little yeah. captions on screen, say 10 tips. Sophie and my team's done a few of those. And yeah. They, they work well. Exactly. It doesn't have to be like the whole, this is it word for word. It's just 10 tips to, to better photography and then like, you know, choose your lighting, use your yeah. picture, that kind of thing. Um, but if you're going on to LinkedIn and Facebook and then definitely into longer format content, then subtitles probably needed because you may have people using those in the office who don't want to have the sound on. Yeah. Would you advocate doing all your video content as short form or or is, is there a sweet spot between doing some longer form stuff or is the demand for that 
is, is that is that waning now? I think it's uh, about hitting a balance. Yeah. And it's about hitting a balance across all your platforms as well. So for us, our kind of basic monthly content plan looks a little bit like we create the main focus piece for the month and that goes on Facebook and YouTube direct. So for this month, we're talking about the product videos. So we've created a Scotch commercial because it's International Scotch day coming on. Yep. So we created this commercial and that's sort of 30 seconds. That's going to go out on Facebook and YouTube. The long form content is is the behind the scenes. How mm-hmm. do we shoot this? You know, the, the tech we use, the lighting, the how we decided to create the shots. And then from that, we'll then start to pick out individual tips and they will become the shots. So you have your big piece of content, because it, it's a laborious thing to create. You can't have those daily. Yeah. It takes a long time. So you hit that as your main content for the month, and then from that, take out your little tips and repurpose it, yeah. Because yeah. you get way more bang for your buck that way. And that's where I think the real strength of shorts is, is going to come yeah. in. And then you don't have to think of new ideas for your shorts either, because you're pulling it straight from your big piece. It sounds like something where it's it kind of needs someone like you that does what you do to be able to kind of pull all this stuff together. Yeah, well, I see you can get started on shorts on your own with your phone, but then if you want to build it into a wider marketing uh, kind of strategy, then you have quite someone like ourselves. Yeah. We can help you put that together. So one thing we do now with a lot of our clients, they'll ask us to do, like say, a brand video, which is you know three, four minutes, and they'll also get a, a resource folder back with that. So we'll take out any standout moments, any standout shots, any quick tips, and create them a series of shorts vertical as well so that they can support that video with the more regular posts across the platforms. Because yeah. the last thing we want as a company is someone to, to pay us to produce a video, if they post it once Bumps, and then yeah. it just disappears and they're like, well, I haven't really got a good return investment. Mm. But by using the different uh, short form videos and different platforms to support your other content, it gives it much more life and creates more interaction long term for it as well. Okay. I'm, I think I'm going to show my age a little bit now. So we've obviously talked about platforms like YouTube. We've talked about uh, LinkedIn um, and Insta. What about... Um, TikTok we've not touched on. Yeah. And I know there are businesses that, that seem to really exploit and use that. I've I've never really ventured too much with it. But then I still think about platforms like Snapchat and I'm probably yeah, um, yeah I'm probably way out of date in, in kind of using that. Do, do either of you use you know, either of those two platforms or have much experience yeah, of them? So I find TikTok a little bit scary really. It's just yeah. kind of like I just I not just not ventured into it. Yeah. See I absolutely love TikTok but more from like a personal point of view I've right. never used it for business there was a point where I was like is it worth you know doing some like marketing like short form little tip videos and to be honest um I know we've you know the three of us have discussed this before but I'd rather be very concentrated and you know focus on a couple of platforms and try and stretch myself too thin across all of them and I knew like LinkedIn for example is the best platform for me so that's where I've put my energy um but yeah I think TikTok is definitely the driving force towards short form video because obviously then Instagram then took elements of how TikTok worked for the reels and it's it's trickling down in those areas into the other platforms as well when they catch up um but yeah, I love TikTok. And I was I actually posted my first one, like not too long ago. And I was well so surprised, the personal one, I was so surprised at how you can just, you know, choose a couple of clips from your like media library. And it literally just did it all for me. I thought I'd have to do quite a lot of editing myself and, you know, choose different things. It literally just collected it together and it, um, from how the transitions work between each clip, it put like gave me like 10 songs to choose from which would work the best with it. And I was like, wow, that is intelligent. Right. <laughs> I don't think you can overestimate 
how influential TikTok has been, not just on other mm. social platforms, but even culturally as well. Like it's now, it's defying part of modern popular culture, isn't it? In the way films maybe did back mm. in the eighties, um, there are trends that come out on there and they're just trickling down into everyday life. And I think um, maybe the the influencers who have millions and millions of followers might be starting to lose their value because people are now buying into more just genuine people and genuine interactions through this type of content. Yeah. Um, there's a statistic, something like 84% of people or more were convinced to buy a product because they saw a video. And I don't think it's this hard selling video. I think it's people using it, sharing their experiences. Um, so for instance, personally, last Christmas, I did most of my shopping was on Instagram. I was going through reels and through stories. Um, and somebody would post something, think, oh, that looks cool. Click the link, get it bought, Christmas shopping done. Yeah. Um, so to me, that first time I could see how it, mm-hmm. a very quick, easy video can translate for a business into, yeah. into more. But none of that was, was direct through a, like a big influencer. It was just like a restaurant in London that I liked started selling off some of their cutlery wear. Yeah. I think it's amazing how Instagram as a platform started off as just photos. And I would say now more people use it to see video content on the platform than they do photos. Like I'm less likely to scroll along my feed on Instagram, but when those stories get going, I can't get off. I literally, I'm pressing, 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 go, go, go. And like, it's a ridiculous amount of time that I can spend on that because it's easy to watch. You can be doing other things, listening to it. And it's just so engaging. So I think it works so well for people. Yeah. Do you think part of the addiction to stories is because you know they're going to disappear as well? Yeah, probably. You want to see like, what you've get, been doing. Let's see what people, what's this person being up to? People are, are like inherently nosy, aren't they? They want to know yeah. what their friends have been up to or where you've been for dinner, that kind of thing. Yeah. And stories is, is the way you find that out. Mm-hmm. We do also live in quite a, like a consumption-led society now, don't we? Whereby if you've seen something, it's like, right, I've seen it now, it's gone. It doesn't matter anymore. I want the next thing and, and the next new mm-hmm. thing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it does it does sort of make sense that that's the, yeah. the case. Where do you, I think you've touched on some of the stuff that you said, but I'm interested in your opinion on this, Josh. What, how, how, did, how do you think that things rank in terms of, the importance of something that's that's quite well produced as a short form video against literally just the DIY, you know, handheld piece to camera to your phone kind of thing. Does it does it matter or are these formats where either works in its own right? I think there's still a base level of your video has to be clear to a fairly high definition, but let's face it, most camera phones can do that. And more importantly, personally, I think if you are going to speak and have audio on the video as well, that needs to be really clear because the quickest way to turn someone off is to not be able to hear what someone's saying. Um, But you can achieve some really good results with your phone now. And if you spend quite a lot of money or a lot of time on producing a big piece of content, like this is our kind of quarterly or you know our new product launch that you're doing, it is really important to back that up to get the most out of that video. So taking the time to just put a quick reel on yourself, it, you can complement each other. It doesn't have to be one or the other. They can work together. And what about, um, we've, we've touched on Instagram and creating video for um Instagram a little bit so whether this is maybe not particularly talking about creating shorts or or reels uh, but a little bit more about just generally creating video for Instagram what's kind of best practice with that at the moment because it's still obviously it has to be square it has to be under a a minute but but what are you uh, what are you both finding works quite well on on Insta 
Yeah, I mean, I suppose the majority of the reason we've got a business making video is because our content ends up on. Yeah, yeah. So we have a we have a yeah, separate company which does wedding videos, and I'm convinced that that literally exists, so people can come put their yeah. trailer on Instagram. <laughs> that is pretty much what it is for. The the one thing I probably don't agree with is I don't think video has to be square anymore on Instagram. Yeah. Because um, where we class ourselves as filmmakers, we actually post everything in sixteen nine because that's traditionally what films would be in. Yeah. Um, I think people are starting, because Instagram brought that in a while back, people are more used to seeing different shapes and sizes of content on there now. Okay. So I yeah. think video is completely fine to just be widescreen, which is great then if you've got content on YouTube, you can repurpose across to the platform yeah. uh, through Instagram TV or taking a one-minute snippet and, and sticking it out there. Is there anywhere then that's still, there's still a benefit in creating scale, a square video? Or is that is that kind of died a bit of a death? I think it's died yeah, a little bit. I don't think it's a requirement anymore, right. personally. I mean, if it's if it's a preference, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I don't think it's a requirement. So what are your top tips then? So for shorts, I would just say, just actually just start posting something. Don't overthink it. It doesn't have to be overly produced. It doesn't have to be really sort of formal. It Just be personable. Try and give some value back and just get something out there. Start engaging with other people. Don't just stick it on there as well and expect it to fly away with itself. Actually go on and comment on other people's reels and try, yeah. and try and create a bit more of this sort of community thing that's going off. Uh, that's tip number one. If you are working with someone like myself on a larger project, your, your videos that are going to go out for a main marketing campaign, ask about short form content being part of that. How can short form content back up and not replace but sort of reinforce your messaging in the longer format content and make it part of your posting strategy so that video doesn't just go out and then disappear in yeah, a week yeah 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 no they're, they're the two the two main ones for me cool good tips good tips right thank you for joining us uh, you can find all our episodes at content360.fm where you can also find out more about us and you can get in touch as well and we'll see you again next time on content 360